Hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. This is Frank. Joining me is Tyler. How are you doing? I'm alright. How are you? You know, I'm okay. I'm, you know, I'm not at all frustrated that the thing that I used to pay $600 for is now almost $1,000. Woo! Uh, That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, I have some serious decisions to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> just I'd say so. Frustrating. Yeah, man. It's everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It sucks. Ah, uh, enough about that. Uh, video games. We pl- We're playing them. We're playing video games. That's what the show is about. Let's not talk about how depressing literally everything is. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. I've been playing a lot. I've been playing a lot of games recently. Um, I've been playing some not video. Ga- I just broke my mic stand. Great, I'm gonna have my mic now. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, the spring just popped out of there, and uh, yeah, it's no longer gonna hold my mic. So everything's great. Everything's fine. It's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely <laughs> fine. Uh, this is fine. This is fine. Ah, all right. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot, getting a lot done. I'm, I'm begging you, Tyler. Have you, please tell me you finished Final Fantasy? Yes. Thank God. I have. I have. Yes. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure from when we last talked, it was another. I don't know, maybe 10 plus hours still, like, left in that game. I was like, oh my god. It was, um, yeah, uh, when I, I think it was like a Friday night after we potted. Um, I was like, dude, I'm finishing this fucking game tonight. And I played for like six hours plus in straight and did not finish it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> this yeah, I game knew, is so long. It's I so long. You told me where you were at. You were not as close to the end as you said you were. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I was. I um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how you beat this game so quickly. I know I was playing other things, but I, I feel like you blasted ass through this thing, and I, I it just took forever for me to finish this thing. Um, but, but yeah, um, overall, I did enjoy it. I thought the ending was... was pretty good and pretty pretty interesting the final boss fight was was cool um i feel like some of the other boss fights were a little bit better um in in the game um but you know the the ending wasn't wasn't too bad especially you know i'm just i'm just going into spoilers here so skip ahead a few minutes if you don't want spoiled for final fantasy 16 but um the last like phase when you're fighting Ultima and it's kind of just absolutely going crazy um, was was really cool. I enjoyed that part. Uh, the rest of it was a little easy. I think that's one of my biggest criticisms of this whole game is the whole thing is easy. Yeah. Um, it, like there, I, I feel like I was. I don't know if I ever died in this game. I'm trying to remember if I did or not, but. Yeah, it's just incredibly easy to to point even the last boss fight. I felt like I wasn't even under threat at all. Um, but but it was cool. Um, I feel like overall, though, you know, one we talk about a lot. 
the the game's too fucking long. I think the game uh, just it has it has too much story in it. I think and and also just I don't know. I just felt like some of the things just didn't come together fully at the end. Um, Ultima's a little cheesy to me overall as a villain, as the main villain, I guess. Um, and just like, I don't know, the whole concept of free will and stuff that Ultima kept going on about. It was like, yeah, there were some cool moments with Clive and, and Joshua at the end, but I just thought Ultima was just kind of corny and dumb. Um, but I thought really good moments towards the end, like with Jill and, um, the probably the best side quest in the game is with Torgal at the end. I thought that was awesome uh, and just absolutely beautiful. And and so I think overall I enjoyed the game. I'm just left frustrated by it because I just feel like a little bit trimming down, a little bit more focus on the things that matter could have made this game really, really special. Um, it just it felt a little too much. I think to me, like I really wished it would have just overall trimmed down the story more so that maybe they could focus on some of the things actually coming together a little bit more. Um, I mean, it just, yeah, it's just talked about a lot. It has like the highest of highs and some of the lowest of lows. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, the, the up and down nature of this game. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to agree with you. There's, the, I see the game in there that would have been so much better. Yes, uh, definitely. Which which is the, the most frustrating part about it is that you you want you know exactly what they needed to do to, you know. Just overall, like keep the keep your average experience just higher than than it was. Like there there are some serious like. Down, there's serious downtime in Final Fantasy 16 that didn't need oh, to yeah. be there. Yes, 100. percent Yeah, and and even downtime like in the main story that you need to, you know, do certain things to progress. It's like, oh my god! Like probably the best example of that is when you have to build the, the ship, and yes. get all that stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this is boring as fuck <laughs> in the in the whole um pickpocket you know kid pickpocket storyline uh, um as well later in the game I'm like dude why are we doing this right now this is not enticing i just went through a gigantic boss fight that was fucking epic and over the top and now i'm worried about a kid pickpocketing someone like i don't give a fuck <laughs> you know so yeah it just it really just needed to be be trimmed down um but i like i absolutely love the combat in this game I, I thought it was really good and um you know could use more of that um for sure i think you know that's a, a if they decided to do anything similar combat wise for the next game i'm all for it because i really enjoyed combat in this game i just yeah i think it's just too bloated and it's too easy they're probably my two two biggest things the game yeah uh so now that you've uh managed to push your way through that what, what's uh what are you rewarding yourself with next <laughs> um yeah a bunch of stuff um so i played a little bit more forza motorsport but nothing to really say there but okay. um i uh, started spider-man 2 
um, probably about four hours into that, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying this one so far um, as well. I think the beginning of this game is so fucking awesome. Um, it's really epic, really over the top, and um, I I am blown away by just swinging through New York. Don't get me wrong. It was great in Spider-Man 2018 on PS4. It is so much better here. Just because the city feels so much more alive. Like, the 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 detail in this city is just absolutely nuts. And uh, it's just, it's so cool to uh, to kind of swing through that stuff. And then um, Queens and Brooklyn's also added to the map here um, this time around. So it's really cool to swing through those areas because they do have a different vibe overall. Um in the main Manhattan, um, but the uh, like I, I'm just floored. Like every time I just swing around through the city, I'm like this is just unbelievable. Um, but and it feels as good as ever too. Um, and yeah, I think overall I'm really intrigued where the story is going. There's a lot kind of still being set up, um, which is uh, like I said, I'm intrigued where it's going to go, and. Um, so far, I feel the game is not overloading me with a ton of side content either. It's just kind of drip-feeding some stuff, which is nice. Um, I feel like some of the things, like some of the busy work so far through the game has been kind of toned down a little bit. There's still like random crimes and stuff that you can go do, but um, they make it a little bit more purposeful to do them uh, if you want to for getting upgrades and... Um, for not only Peter and Miles, but also for your suits, for your gadgets, it's uh, pretty nice. And and I think the the way Peter and Miles play, they do play different enough being in the same game. I was kind of worried about that. Um, and I I got to be honest with you, I like playing as Miles better so far. Like Miles is so much more cool to me to play than than Peter. Um, I just like his abilities more. Um, I, I just think they're so much more fun. Um, so, yeah, really enjoying it and looking forward to playing a lot more of it. The last thing I'll say is the game is stunning. And for the most part, or the game is uh, stunning visually, for the most part. There are a few times where uh, there has been like cutscenes and two characters will be talking. And it's the animation of the face that I'm like... This just really isn't matching the tone of how you're saying things right now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of driving me nuts in a couple cases. Um, like, there's an... Uh, I'm not... I'm going to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, but Peter is talking to a character. That character, you know, has, like, a medical condition. And Peter's like, oh, you're looking great. But he says it kind of like that, but his face is just dead. And I'm like... This is just weird. Uh, it's not all the time. There's just a couple moments like that that's really just kind of taking me out of it a little bit. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to playing a lot more of it. Cool. Yeah, I started Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, played about, like, two or three hours. Those first two or three hours is a lot of, uh, hey, here's a new set of symbols on the map. Yeah. Yep. And that's kind, of freaking, that's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what did I sign up for here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you don't have to do a lot of those things at all if you didn't want to. Um, right. But yeah, it, it is a lot. I think so far with Spider-Man Two, they have there are icons on the map and things like that, but they're just it's a lot better paced. It feels like yeah. in yeah, get, not was, throwing a lot at you at once. Yeah, it ju- it just felt like they were heaping it on me at the at the beginning of the of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I half understand coming like right off the back of the first Spider-Man game. It's probably they probably just wanted to they assumed everyone had just played that one and wanted to get everything unlocked like right away, so they could get at it. But like for me, like having had a break from Spider-Man for a while, jumping back into it and that being <laughs> the intro to the game, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow your roll there, partner. <laughs> right. I don't need to know where all these hologram trainings are yet. <laughs> <laughs> time yeah. capsules okay that's that's a neat concept to tie into this character but we need to get all those marked on the map right away <laughs> right uh, um but yeah I, I i just got started with that i'll play through that and then i'll get into spider-man 2 here soon Hell yeah uh, like you have it. anything else yeah i um I wasn't really planning on it, but I started Super Mario Wonder on Switch. Uh, I was, I was just kind of, I don't know, I was kind of feeling I wanted something could easily like kind of drop in, drop out sort of thing. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little addicted to this game right now. Um, I was playing it again this morning, and uh, I'm through the first world, so I'm not terribly far. But uh, I just, I think it's just an absolute fucking delight to play. Um, It's Mario feels better in this game to me than other 2D Marios. And I'm no Mario expert at all. Um, I I am much more of a 3D Mario guy than a 2D Mario guy. Um, I've always been very bad at 2D Mario. But in this game, he just feels so much better. I don't know what it is uh, exactly. You know, I'm not uh, an expert on Mario games enough to be able to tell you. But uh, I'm just enjoying it way more. I think the... um, the levels have been very creative. I love finding the wonder seeds and uh, seeing how that kind of transforms the level. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm loving it. It's it's a good time so far. Yeah, yeah I yeah I've been I've been seeing some Super Mario Wonder. It's yeah, it's uh, I I need to get started on that. It's it looks like my kind of game. I need it needed in me <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's just a delight and the there's a bunch of like different um they call them badges in this game which are basically different abilities you can have one on you at any time i think those are really cool because one of them's more of so far that i've got it's like more of like a wall jump but then another one's more of a parachute and it does it can really change the levels um which is cool and um yeah and, and there's also like just little smaller like so far the levels have been pretty short there's some of the main levels but then even some of the side levels that you don't really need to do are really cool short little things that are just a a lot of fun and um yeah i think i'm just really enjoying like the bite-sized nature of it so far uh, it's also just absolutely stunning to look at like it's not drastically different than the recent 2d mario art styles but I think it's a lot to do with, like, the colors, in my opinion, and, like, how 
all these colors are kind of going together. I know I kind of sound like a fucking idiot right now, but it just, it looks so much more exciting than like new Super Mario Brothers U to me, um, which kind of, you know, I don't think it looks bad, but it seems, it just looks a little stale compared to this game. Um, yeah, so so I think I'm I'm kind of excited by that too, like kind of going into a level and being like, ah, oh, what's this one gonna look like, and being very pleased by that. It's a great game so far. So yeah, that's just that, that's all I got. I'm I'm looking to take a couple weeks to play some smaller things. Like, yes, Spider Man Two is an open world game, but it's like 25 hours to platinum the game. Like. So probably even less than that to beat it. You know, I'm just kind of looking to play a little bit smaller things for a little while before I get into something meaty again. So we'll see right. Right. what that'll be. But what have you been playing? Uh, well, I have finished my replay of Yakuza 6. Uh, Woo-hoo-hoo. There's still some Just in time. Stuff. Yeah, just in time. I mean, there's still some side stuff that I want to clean up eventually. Like, there's whole, like, mini games that I've ignored in my first uh, playthrough of it that I want to get back into. I want to manage my baseball team. Um, <laughs> I want to go make friends at the bar. Um, yeah, just yeah, just huge parts of that game that I missed um, because that game is huge, and I didn't realize how big it was <laughs> when I first played right. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm definitely excited to get into... Uh, yeah, uh, like a dragon guide in here in a couple days. Yeah, which I saw, I I saw the announcement that it was coming to Game Pass, but I didn't know it was day and date mm-hmm. Game Pass. Yeah, which is really exciting. Yeah, so that's cool. I, I look forward to doing that. Uh, I've been playing some of the third and final Zero Escape game, Zero Escape Zero Time Dilemma. Uh, I've been I've been having fun with that, although I will say. The structure of this game is a little different, and it is slightly off-putting a little bit. Um, I am still enjoying it, but the way that uh, you just jump from scene to scene not knowing what things happen in which order, uh, it's a little disorienting. Um, but I'm getting through it. I'm, I'm seeing the callbacks from the previous stories. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting ride. I can already All right. <laughs> um, and then lastly I've been playing some more Baldur's Gate buddy some oh yeah Baldur's Gate. Uh, mm. I've been playing a little bit on my solo but just this morning been doing some more co-op with uh, with the girlfriend and uh, we uh, we solved some problems um, the druids aren't doing the ritual anymore <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that, uh, because we have yet to stop the ritual ourselves. Um, but we've done that. We've uh, recruited Carlac, Will, Starin. We've Actually, yeah, we've recruited everyone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we've recruited everyone. Uh, we're rolling with, uh, besides our two-player characters, we're rolling with Gale and Carlac, right, for now. Nice. Uh, it's just... It's a really fun time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Baldur's Gate 3 so much. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, I. So have you... Um, are you still in Act 2 in your solo playthrough? Yes, I am. I am about to approach Moonrise Towers. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. 
Yeah. Gotta go in there and save a bunch of people, stop rituals, stop... Yeah, there's a lot of rituals being stopped here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Something about ritual magic. I don't know about it. I don't know. Something creepy. Um, Mm. But yeah, uh, getting through the Shadowlands and all that all that uh darkness um it's uh it's a very dour time it's act two is if you thought act one had some dark moments or some bad stuff happening act two just ramps up oh it's very bad here (laughs) oh shit Uh, all right uh so yeah, I'm looking forward to getting through that to eventually, you know, get to Act Three and actually get into the city of Baldur's Gate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what the game's crazy. made named after. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I'm having a great time, uh, enjoying different playing different classes now. Like I have a warlock as my solo character. I'm playing as a as a bard in this character. So doing a lot of vicious mockery, making fun of people. It's great. Uh, having a good time. And yeah, I just... Uh, I want to play more Baldur's Gate. Every day I'm thinking about Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Man, if you're down, I'm, I'm down after yeah. this. We yeah, can let's, finally let's get back to our playthrough. It. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to start Baldur's Gate probably after I finish Spider-Man. So, yeah. Let's start a solo playthrough. I just want to give it a little bit, coming off of three massive games before I know. But I know once I get into it, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into it. So, yeah. I I almost want to selfishly request that you play the Dark Urge storyline, <laughs> where you're just an evil bastard. Yeah, that would be nice, but I I don't I don't know I don't know I think I. I've, not on my first playthrough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll save that after I'm done with mine. So. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it make the game like f- super fucking hard too? It's because uh, you you're trying to kill everything and fight everyone. I don't know. It uh, seems like that would be difficult. It. Uh, I mean, you don't kill everyone. You get some companions. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to the news, uh, however, uh, we've got, we got bad news, uh, Bungie, Bungie's not having a good time. No. They just had some layoffs, they've delayed their expansion, and they've delayed Marathon, um, laid off a hundred people, um, that's, that's a lot of people, just suddenly not having a job. Uh, yeah, which kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of the other cuts that Sony has been making at their studios. Still not good. Um, they will receive their three month severance um, and their health insurance and all that, but still sucks. Uh, they say that it's because Destiny Two is underperforming, um, and I guess that makes sense considering that. Neither of us have kept up with Destiny 2, even though we really liked that game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and underperforming is putting it lightly, too. It's apparently down 
45%. Ooh. For a live service game. I mean, that's that's a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I played the final, or not final shape, The uh, I played Lightfall this year, played through the campaign. Campaign was very average, and I kind of stopped afterwards. I just didn't feel compelled to come back. There was some cool stuff in that expansion, but it's no Witch Queen. And that's what's nuts to me, is like, not... it. it wasn't that long ago that it was like Bungie, uh, you know, felt like they were kind of on top of the world again with with Destiny Two with the Witch Queen because that was arguably the best expansion they've ever done, and then Lightfall just wasn't it. They've taken the game in a lot of poor directions. There's a lot of stuff that's just ignored, like the PvP stuff is really bad. Still, it's been bad for a long time. Um, monetization models are just crazy and kind of a turn off and i also think this game they just don't do a good job of onboarding like sure onboarding like new players like sure they've made strives to make it better but it's still incredibly confusing uh to get into destiny 2 so when you piss off your hardcore fan base it's not going to be good times um and so it's and and it's just it's it sucks all this just sucks in so many ways and i just feel the way I'm trying to think how to put it like what i'm about to say is going to be really weird uh or sound weird i think uh layoffs are bad period no matter what but i just feel like these layoffs are so much worse uh or like some of the worst that i've i i feel like that have happened recently in that um a lot of these decisions and reasons why these layoffs are happening is just absolutely poor management. Because apparently it's, it was reported that there were people at Bungie like pleading with management to allow them to make certain changes to please players and get them back. And they weren't allowed to do that. So it's like, okay, like that's just poor, poor planning and management. Um, and then I think, so they laid off these people... I think on October 30th, like right before the month ticked over too, uh, which apparently uh, doesn't help with severance and things like that. So that sucks. Um, And it also just seems like, I don't know, like they just let go of some, letting go of anyone sucks, but they let go of a lot of incredibly key people that have made Bungie the success they are today. And I just wonder if it will if Bungie, and I hope not, well, but I, I wonder if it'll turn into, say, a Bioware situation where it's like the core magic of your studio is the talent. And when that talent is gone, it's kind, you're kind of a shell of yourself. And I just, I hope that doesn't happen to Bungie. And I hope these people find, um, you know, new, new positions because there, there's a lot of incredibly talented people over there, but just it's it's bad it's bad it's and it's not a good look too when sony acquires you which you know i i wonder, <laughs> I wonder if sony just is like man we kind of overpaid for them potentially but um but 1.2 billion of the 3.6 billion that sony spent was just for employee retention so it's like that's what the fuck is going on then um it's just the whole the whole thing's a mess it's it's a mess and it sucks 
Yeah, I hope for the best. I was, you know, I was actually kind of excited for Marathon. It looks pretty interesting to me, and, you know, just, I mean, it, it had that look of, oh, wow, Bungie's doing something here. Um, it looked very much identifiably a Bungie game, but now, uh, now I'm worried about it. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm also very worried about Destiny 2, in that I think it... I hope the final shape is good, but if this is how Destiny 2 goes out after so many years of people being invested in this universe and story, you know, wow, that's that's bad. And that's just, to go out like this would be awful. Um, so I, I worry about that as well. Um, I also just, I want to know some of the internal kind of debates and thoughts at some of Sony's first party studios as well. Like say Naughty Dog, where it's like, here's Bungie telling you if your project is good or not. And, um, they say, no, your project seemingly gets put on ice completely. And, you know, they're meanwhile, just very much mismanaging themselves. Mm-hmm. Ah, I don't. I just. I don't know if I'm naughty dog. I'm. It's like, dude. I don't know. Like, come on. I'm not saying Bungie's expertise isn't valid either, because they've obviously had a lot of ups and downs with Destiny 2. But it's it's just a weird dynamic, I think, overall, and really, uh, you know, makes me wonder about Sony's shift in strategy with their first party teams. Yeah, uh, I just, you know, it seems like like ever since the Witch Queen, we haven't, like, Destiny 2 just c- kind of hasn't been, like, I'm not sure if this was, this is a Sony thing or whatever, but, like, I just haven't seen any, like, exciting things shown of Destiny 2, like, publicly. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't, they just don't make a show of Destiny 2 like they used to. Right, like, they don't. Like, it, it's like they don't make they don't make that effort now that Sony owns them, and I guess might be managing their budget or whatever. But I, I don't know. Like it's just it's just weird to me how differently Destiny Two has taken on like since like <laughs> pretty much since Sony has bought them. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't feel feel exciting at all. I'd say even in in the lead up to Lightfall, even some of the seasonal seasonal content, it was like, man, this is fucking sick. I can't believe what they're doing with the story. And, you know, Lightfall is going to be awesome because of the things they were doing to support the Witch Queen. And then it's just, yeah, it's really fell in their face with Lightfall. Really regressed backwards. Um, Like the storytelling and things like that is just so bad in Lightfall. Like Destiny 1 level bad. All right. Let's... Yeah, it's unfortunate. I just I think they did they did it to themselves. Um, also, you know, I last thing I'll say is, um, you know, Bungie games have always been known for their soundtracks. That's one of the strongest parts of any Bungie game. And uh, yeah, they let go of their composer, which you know is back to my point of like that's a, an incredibly vital part of making your games and your team successful. And you're letting go of some of that talent and. Yeah, it's. I don't know. So I'm, I'm curious on that. 
you know, with future Destiny content, Marathon, like, that soundtrack with Bungie is just always critical. So, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Let's stick with Sony here real quick for the next couple of stories. Uh, Connie Booth is leaving. Uh, she was a producer on Crash Bandicoot, Spider-Man, Uncharted. Um, been there for 34 years, calling it quits. Um, yeah, so apparently she didn't quit. She got fired. Mm. Uh, we don't know why specifically, but that is some of the other reporting on this. Um and yeah, just a just a veteran there that Sony is losing. Um, you know, maybe maybe she's not a, an upfront personality like we might know at, over at Sony, but definitely very vital behind the scenes. I mean, thirty four years is no you know no slouch in terms of time and experience. So um, yeah, I wonder if any of this has to once again do with Sony's shift in strategy and with their first party and live service. Um, we don't know that, you know, completely if that's why this, uh, change is happening, but it's just kind of weird times at Sony. Um, just overall with Jim Ryan retiring, um, Connie Booth's exit, all these layoffs at various studios. It's, and then they're just also just incredibly silent about what is next for PlayStation in terms of first party games. Yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of a chaos going on. Quiet a of, chaos. A lot of mystery. Um, apparently, this Last of Us multiplayer game is still happening. However, uh, one, of the, one of the guys working on it confirmed that they're still working on it. Naughty Dog, uh, you know, or wait, is Naughty Dog working on this, or is this a separate studio? No, this is no, this Naughty Dog. Na- okay, Naughty Dog is working on this. But they also let go of like, a shit ton of contractors. Um, did not renew their contracts. But they're still trying to make this game. I don't know what the fuck's happening over there. Yeah, and that, that's what's just kind of yeah frustrating. is We don't really truly know the truth about this game. It's just been through a lot of... Uh, reporting, and I'm not saying that reporting's wrong, but that's all we have to go off of. So it's just all of this, um, you know, tinfoil hat sort of stuff um, with like what could be happening here. Um, yeah, apparently it's still happening. If I don't understand why they can't, uh, well, there's two things that I, one is a thought um, that. I heard, um, I, and I'm not saying it's going to happen either, but, and then the other one is, it's just, uh, so one of the, the, the one thought is, uh, the last was part two remastered. It's apparently going to happen. You know, we talked about that a few weeks ago. What if they bundled this with that, um, and sold it? That would make sense. I, I, I think that would make a lot of sense actually. Um, and then two is just like, I just can't believe that this game would actually be bad. Why not just put it out and recoup some of the cost? Um, there's probably a lot of money into it, but you know, if you put it out and maybe it's only, you know, people only really stick with it for a year, you know, I like, why does a game need to last forever? I just don't understand that. 
anymore. Yeah, unless they've somehow fucking decided that this is going to be one of their live service games. Yeah, which I think they did in... I don't know. Maybe there is not business logic in what I'm saying, but I just refuse to think that it's bad. I refuse to think that, yeah, the game is, is actually bad and people wouldn't like it and play it and spend money on it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a mystery to everyone. Yeah. I think it'll be incredibly exciting, though, if it does pop up at a showcase next year. And it's like, oh, it is actually happening. Um, but it's just, it's weird because all we have is this reporting. But then I I forget which one of the Keeley shows, um, Neil Druckmann said that they were going to talk about this game this year. And yeah, sure. running out of time. So... It's you know it's also kind of playing into it too. It's like, well, what the fuck happened then? Uh, if I if I speak what I'm thinking, I'll I'll get in trouble. But hey. <laughs> I just don't. I have thoughts about Neil Druckmann that aren't positive. <laughs> hmm. uh, so let's just move on to something else. <laughs> Atari, you know Atari. Legendary Atari. They're buying uh, Digital, Ecl- uh, Digital Eclipse. Um, Digital Eclipse has done a lot of really cool remaster work, remake work. Um, done a real good job of repackaging some old games and, you know, putting a little bit of a good finish on that. Um, but yeah, Atari now owns them. Are we going to get more Atari stuff? I don't know why they do this. They already did some Atari stuff, didn't they? Some, yeah. Mm. Yep, on the Atari uh, 50 collection yeah. that came out last year, I think. Yeah. So, so. I don't know. If it, to me, it feels like Atari got what they wanted out of them already. I don't know why they acquired that. <laughs> yeah, um, unless they, you know, just want to continue doing these sort of remasters. I but mean, this is what... there can't be uh, that many. There can't be that many Atari games worth remastering that way. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I mean, I think Atari's kind of acquired some things, too, with some of the IPs, and they've been doing a lot of these remasters to much success, I think. It seems like some of these are pretty good. There's a lot of uh, praise for the Atari 50 collection, the TMNT collection seemed pretty good. Um, This is just a wild direction switch. Do you remember there was going to be an Atari hotel? I do, yeah. It it is an I interesting. I still have an Atari speaker hat. <laughs> it is an interesting um, shift for Atari for sure because I and it's a shift that to me I'm not you know super interested in playing these games, but they've clearly been successful. Um, so, I but I think it, it's it's making Atari. I don't know, kind of relevant again. I might be crazy saying that, but I feel like there was literally there was a time period where it was like, wait, does Atari still exist? And it's like, yeah, they exist, and here they are, like bringing back all these old games, um, and making them modern, putting them in nice collections, and you know, I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, it's definitely better than selling they found a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, it's better than them making trying to like 
make a new fucking console or something like that. I, I don't know. Not saying they would, but you know. The Atari VCR was that or no? That's in television, right? In television's doing that stupid fucking console, right? Right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there was an Atari VCS thing that they were going to do also. Oh, they really? They did. They did. They released... Oh. Is it like one of those like retro console sort yeah, of things? Yeah, like or... one of those retro console things. Okay. Did I can see that. I, yeah. I must have missed that. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Good for them. Apparently they're remaking Wizardry. I've heard of that game, but do not know much about it. All right. Uh, BlizzCon happened this weekend. Um, got some Diablo 4 expansion news. Conf- confirmation that uh, Vessel of Hatred, uh, the Lord of Hatred, is you know the focus on this, this uh, expansion. It's going to release late next year. Um, yeah. I'd yeah. <laughs> nothing else to say. There's going to be an expansion. Yeah, and it's it. They didn't really. There was a little teaser trailer, and they said. I think they said there's a new class. Um, yeah, there. Otherwise, there's there's not too much to say. But I am absolutely in for this, and hopefully, it's good. So. Yeah, and the, yeah, they detailed some events happening here in the future. Um, some, yeah, some gear. For the seasonal stuff, yeah, it's all Diablo's live servicing this shit up. <laughs> it is. Uh, all right. Um, I still got to get back to it at some point, though. I just, like I said, I want to do. I want to get back to it probably sometime next year. Maybe when this expansion comes out or a little bit before, because I do want to do some of the higher level content. There's a bunch of shit that I've never done yet in that game, and it's fun to play. It's just. Like Final Fantasy 16, insanely long, and you just feel completely exhausted by the end of it. So, yeah. Tyler, you're t- here teasing me with news of a game that you won't ever play. Uh, why, why are you teasing me with Shadow of the Air Tree? Because I, I just want you to get excited. Uh, are you excited for Shadow of the Air Tree? You're teasing me, man. You're teasing me. There's no news. <laughs> There's no news here. It's just but they said it smoothly. There's yeah. no news. It's happening. This isn't news, Tyler. <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> the thing that was happening is still happening is not news, Tyler. Come on. I'm sorry. You know better than this. I do. There is not a lot of news to it, but, you know, I mean, they did announce it and just kind of went away for a while. And, yeah, here we are saying it's happening. Still. <laughs> Other thing happening. Some well, lies of P. Oh, what? The the well, really quick. The one thing I want to say is, um, this thing probably is coming out next year. At this point, um, are you are you in for it still? Like by that point, Elden Ring came out in what twenty twenty two. Um, you know, this thing comes out in twenty twenty four. Two years later, are you you in for this? Are you going to go back to it? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, cool. I'm in for it. No, it's good. Oh yeah. Um, especially like considering what they've done with DLCs beforehand, how they integrate them into the into the main story and all that. It's yeah, I'm ready for it. 
Right. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things. I think it it's very game dependent on like, you know, something like Elden Ring. You spend a hundred hours in it. Maybe two years later, it's like, oh yeah, it is good to come back to that. And you know, there's all this new shit here. But then certain games, like I don't know, I played it, but I I feel like not a lot of people did. Like say Horizon, uh, the DLC that came out this year. It's like, bah, dude, I'm done with that. I'm just moving on. It kind of depends on the stickiness of the game overall. And, but sometimes that that timing window kind of hurts because I wonder if if they got that DLC out a couple months sooner for Horizon, if that would have benefited them. Would have got more people. I don't know. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think Same. there's something to, to be said about, like, how the DLC is generated. If it's something, like... It, I mean... I didn't put it in the news, but Like a Dragon Gaiden was originally imagined as DLC, and they're just releasing it as its own game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know, like... I don't know what the case is for Horizon if that content they put in the DLC was something they imagined to be like fully integrated with the full with the base game like it was meant to be part of that or if it was meant to be something extra. There's just so, like I guess it takes until, like you have to play it to understand it, but like you can definitely tell the difference between when a DLC is additive and when it is something that uh Oh, it was meant to be here in the first place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. And, and I think, yeah, presentation is a lot of it as well. Like, um, God of War Ragnarok's, you know, we talked, I think, last time about how it might get DLC, but is that going to be DLC? But if, or is it going to be some sort of expand alone sort of thing like Miles Morales, let's say? Because I feel like that'll get a lot more people in and back than if it was just DLC. But it's got to be meaty enough as well to, to warrant that. So, yeah, it all, it all depends. But like Final Fantasy sixteen, I might be done with that game by the time the DLCs come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, for real. You know, I might not go back to that at all. I didn't go back to the ones for fifteen. I don't know. It's a complicated thing, I guess. Yeah, the problem, but. like, especially with... Uh... With 15, like, those DLCs should have been part of the fucking game. Like, the stories yeah, they I mean, tell yeah, about those some party members. Like, yeah, yeah, some of them should have been, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of DLC, we'll have some DLC for Liza P. Uh, and there's going to be a sequel. Liza P doing really well. People love Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that... that I'm not. That's the takeaway. It's not that it's kind of like a Bloodborne or Dark Souls. It's because it's Pinocchio. That's why people love it, right? Yeah, exactly. Just just Pinocchio. Yeah, main draw. Um, oh shit! I just read down here the DL- the DLC is going to be Wizard of Oz. They're just doing all the fun. <laughs> they're they're going really fucking wild here. A Wizard of Oz themed DLC for Lies of P. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I guess we this might have. Uh, yeah, I guess we might have spoiled Lies of P there for people, and I apologize. Um, I, I don't care. so skip skip ahead a little bit more if you if you want to hear. But yeah, I watched the ending because I'm not going to play this game. 
I watched the ending of it, and that's what it was. It was a tease for Wizard of Oz, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm hyped, and I'm probably not even gonna play it. Um, that is cool as shit. So, yeah, it, I think it's really interesting what they're doing over there, um, yeah. and I feel like yeah, the second game's probably gonna have a lot of hype behind it because I feel like people were caught off. You know, I think the game looked cool, but I think people were caught off guard with how good it actually was. Yeah. Um, Pin- P, so Pinocchio good for them. took their guard down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Excited for that. Uh, let's see. Another thing to maybe be excited for. We don't know if you should be excited for it or not because, Tyler, you put a very vague news story in here. An unannounced major title is going to be released by Capcom by March yeah. 2024. <laughs> I feel like this has to point to just one thing, and that's Monster Hunter. Hell yeah. That, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is by 2024, it'll be five years, is Devil May Cry. Yeah. But, and I, I'd say Devil May Cry is a um, major franchise but I, I just i don't know it's also been a long time since monster hunter world came out i know they did uh oh what was the other one that came out on switch and then uh, it came rise. to playstation rise yes thank you i know they did that but and you know it's been a long time sunbreak, since world uh, they did a sunbreak dlc for rise right right so yeah and monster hunter world was their best-selling game ever so I feel like it's kind of got to be it. Can't be Resident Evil. Um, I just think, uh, yeah, uh, Resident Evil will be a little too quick. Yeah. So, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, if it is a Monster Hunter World sequel, I mean, gotta imagine it's announced very soon, maybe at the Game Awards, and then released by March. That's a pretty quick turnaround. That's pretty pretty exciting. So. I'm in. We'll see. I, mm, I would love another Monster Hunter World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I know you won't play it because you're, you know, you'll just point at the jaggy bats and uh, dismiss the game entirely. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to play it. <laughs> but you know, I, I want, I, I want people to be happy. They enjoyed that first game. Uh, there will be some more games you can enjoy if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Uh, the games for November have been announced. Uh, you're going to get... Let's see. Oh. Aliens, Fire Team Elite, Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, and Dragon Ball The Breakers. Um, I don't know about this. I don't know yeah. about this. This this seems a little bit weak. Not the greatest month, uh, for sure. I think if I play any of these, it might be the Aliens game because I heard good things about Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game seems neat. I want to play the Mafia games. I've never played them before, um, and they gave away the first game I think a couple months ago. Yeah. So I'll definitely add this one to my library. Maybe one day I'll get around to it, but. I don't even know this Dragon Ball game. I never even heard of that one. You don't need to. It's a bad Dragon Ball. Survival action game. Don't what the fuck. Don't look at it. It's bad. 
<laughs> it's a bad video game. You shouldn't even consider your, concern yourself with it. It's no. Yeah, I feel like it's been two months in a row now, where it's kind of been like meh in terms of what they've chosen. Um, yeah, right now, Callisto Protocol, Weird West, Farming Simulator. I mean, those games aren't awful, but they're not exciting either. Um, and then they raise the price on this stuff too, and it's like, man, can we just yeah, get a little bit better here? Not a good look. Definitely. And that's the news. That's all the news we've got. Um, I I don't, I don't know what else to say. I didn't watch the race. Did you watch the race? You watched the I race. I did. I did. I was busy playing Baldur's Gate. <laughs> um it was um it was a fine race uh, i think compared to other brazilian gps it wasn't as as exciting but um there was a pretty big crash in the beginning of the race like right before the first corner um with albon and magnuson you know that was pretty cool lando got us started sixth and was in second by the first corner so that was really cool um charles leclerc crashed on the formation lap (laughs) because uh his ferrari uh lost hydraulics and just right into the wall Mm. you know ferrari things um and there was an incredibly exciting battle between fernando alonso and checo for the final podium spot and uh, Fernando got it. They were literally drag racing to the line, and he got it by uh, five thousandths of a second. Really close. Otherwise, there wasn't a lot going on. Yeah. All right. I feel like if McLaren can give Lando just a little bit better of a car than they have now, he's going to be right there with Max. Like, the race did kind of remind me of, like, 2021 not as much but because obviously it's not as close but like 2021 where max and lewis were just fucking gone after like 20 laps they're 30 seconds ahead of everybody else um it's kind of that way um between max and lando so i feel like give lando a little bit better of a car and maybe we'll have more fights for the for the lead so next though Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. It's going to be very cold. It's going to be a fucking cold-ass night in Nevada. Yeah. I think of, uh, like, that race in Germany, in Turkey, I think it was, in the 2020 season, where they were racing on these tracks in weather where they, you know, at, at a time where they normally wouldn't, and it was fucking, uh, like, cold. And they couldn't get the tires warmed up, and everyone's just like on ice off the grid. I wonder if Vegas will be like that. I'm looking It'll up right now Las Vegas weather and see what the nighttime temperatures are. In this race, too, it's at 10 p.m. Vegas time. So 1 a.m. our time, which is fucking insanity. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so that's next weekend. That's just, that's just next weekend, right? Uh, the eight, uh, No, Where's actually the, the 18th. After? Okay, so yeah. it's going to be probably even colder than this because next weekend, nighttime, nighttime temperatures down to 45 degrees. Oh, man. 
oh my god <laughs> it's going to be fucking like freezing temperatures doing an F1 race yeah uh, that's crazy wow let's hope those tires can I don't know work <laughs> yeah we'll see that's crazy uh, yeah that'll that'll definitely make it interesting for sure yeah, I'm I'm looking at like next Saturday at ten o'clock. It'll be fifty-five degrees. Wow. And only getting colder. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, great, fantastic. That's that's either going to be amazing or a complete fucking shit show. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Well, that's where we're going to leave it this week. Um, We'll catch we'll catch you all next time with some more tales from Baldur's Gate and uh, maybe some other games. Uh, I still have to start. Well, actually, I might have some uh, some progress into Yakuza or Like a Dragon Gaiden. That uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I wonder how long that game's gonna be. Yeah, I'm curious on that too. Yeah. I know one game coming out next week. I am not playing is Modern Warfare Three. Oh God, we didn't even talk about that. That that. Looks horrible. Yeah. Whew. Good year to skip on Call of Duty, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, an they example had of on skipping on it, and it looks like they really meant to. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be DLC. That was all the reports, and then they made it a full game, and it looks awful. I, I feel bad for the teams having to throw that thing together because there's only so much they could do if you were changing course that late that sucks uh yeah so yeah absolutely saw some of those review scores and went nope i'm not buying this shit this year holy hell don't need it maybe i'll go back and play some halo infinite (laughs) yeah dude i'm i'm itching for it i'm totally down to do that sometime soon yeah yeah all right well we're going to go play some Baldur's gate uh until next week you know do all the good things uh Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. Be good to each other. Play your video games. And put a hoggy on that bot.